analyzing the share of the Vera. Let's do the Pasuk again. Shimu Melachim Hazinu Reizim. The kings, says Shimu, and the Reizim are the rulers, once in the stature of a king, and they told Hazinu, pay attention. And what they told to pay attention to? Anoichi Hashem, Anoichi Yashir. We saw already the Midrash, it's a double Lashna Neichi. And we saw that Midrash says that we're at Harsinai, HaKadosh Baruch says one time Neichi, Neichi Hashem Eleketo. And when it's talking here at the virus, in Shira, she says twice, Neichi Lashem Neichi Ashira. Why do we need the double Neichi? Why wouldn't it be enough to just say Neichi Lashem Ashira? I will sing to Hashem. Now, that's a question we asked. And also, why is that, so to speak, the compensation that Har Tavar, we saw, was one of the mountains which originally offered itself as a potential venue for the Torah to be given. And even though Hashem refused it, but the compensation was a different nice happened in Har Tavar. And that was this nice of the war against Sisra and the Shira which came as a result. Isn't the Torah also called the Shira? There were two, two parts of Kabbalah Satira. There was the Chalak of Nisina Satira and the Chalak of Kabbalah Satira. Kabbalah Satira from Hashem's point of view, I should say Nisina Satira from Hashem's point of view, and Kabbalah Satira from our point of view. I just as an example, when we talk about Shavuos um, in the davening, so we talk about Zman Matan Torah, Sayyidina, the time of the giving of the Torah. We're looking from Hashem's point of view. For Hashem, Shavuos is the time He gave the Torah. For us, it's the time we received the Torah. Now, obviously, we understand that there's the two happen simultaneously. When something's being given, then there's from the, from the person who's giving or the one who's giving it. So, from their point of view, it's the time that they're giving something, and from the point of view of the one who's receiving it, it's the time that they accepted it. So, of course, when Hashem gave us the Torah, on the one hand, it was from Hashem's point of view the giving of the Torah. And from our point of view, it was receiving the Torah. When we're focusing on what Hashem gave us in Shavuos, from Hashem's perspective, so we say, Zman Matan Torah, the time Hashem gave the Torah. When we talk about it from our point of view, it's the time we were kabbal the Torah. Now, really, both of these things happened at Harsinai. Both of these things happened at Harsinai. On the one hand, Hashem gave us the Torah, and we received it. However, there were times later on in the course of history where Klai Yisrael had to re-receive the Torah. And let me say what I mean by that. Once Hashem gave the Torah, it was given. It was by us. But when there were times when Klai Yisrael, so to speak, uh, were lax or let things slide and therefore their Kabbalah Satara wasn't what it was meant to be. So then, wasn't Hashem to give us a Torah again? He already gave it to us. What it needed was, from our point of view, we had to reaffirm our acceptance. From our point of view, we had to accept the Torah again. And one example of this in the Nach among many, but this is the clearest one, in the time of Ezra Asafir, when he brought the Jews back from Babel just before the building of the second base of Megdash, 
and he found that in many areas Jewish observance had declined. In many areas, uh, the Klaisha would not keep in the halacha, even on serious, serious Israel. He says they were marrying Goyim, whatever it was, and therefore he organized a communal reacceptance of the Torah. Like it says in the first Psalm of again, Hashem didn't have to give the Torah a second time, but we need to reaccept it. We were coupling ourselves to reaccept the Torah. So, in that way, so to speak, the influence of Sinai continues. <coughs> Not that Hashem is to give us the Torah, once it's been given, it's been given. But from our point of view, we received the Torah at Sinai, and any time that there was a collective, communal, so to speak, drop in our level of commitment to Torah, then part of the process um, of our tshuva had to be to re-accept the Torah. We makabal the Torah again. Right, now let's talk about the second example first, because that's the more clear one. We said there was a second mountain also, and so yesterday in the Midrash and the Sechetov, the, the second uh, mountain also, which offered itself as a venue for Kabbalah Satan, was turned down, and it was Harakarma. And we saw a Kaddish Parakul, so to speak, in place of that, gave the nace on Harakarma of Eliyahu, who brought the carbon, and the fire came down, Mina Shemaim, uh, in front of, so to speak, the whole of Israel, and consumed the carbon of Eliyahu. And the result was the whole Jewish people declared Hashemu Elekim, Hashemu Elekim. Now we said, even though in Harsinai we said one time on Hashem Elekecho, on Harakarm Lakaish we said it twice. Hashem Elekim, Hashem Elekim. So that was the Kiddush Hashem, which was, so to speak, the compensation for Harakarmel instead of going to Torah. Now, what does it mean? So we understand. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he reveals himself at Harsinai, and he says, Anaychi Hashem Elekecho. And Hashem is talking in the first person about himself. Hashem is Alekim. Hashem is about Himself. I am Hashem Alekim. And that was what was given to us. We heard it directly from Hashem. Klai Yisrael accepted that. But, throughout the period of the kings, especially under the reign of Achav and Izevel, more and more, Klai Yisrael abandoned their Mun and Hashem. They worshipped the Baal, and they worshipped other Vedazars as well. And therefore, what they accepted at Hasinai, so to speak, started to get eroded. The Pasuk itself says, and Yahweh says just before our Carmel, there are only 7,000 Jews left who haven't bowed down to the Baal, which is a very small percentage of loyal Jews out of the whole Kaisra. And therefore, the point of the Nais of Har Carmel was to bring back that Emunah the Hashem Alekim. It was to bring back the Hashem Alekim, and that's why it was a re-acceptance of what Kaisra accepted by Sinai. And that's why this was a ke'ilu, a compensation for Harakarma. What, what, what was given to, what was given at Sinai, and the Jewish people had slowly begun to lose, was reaccepted and reaffirmed, so to speak, at Harakarma. And the reason was said twice. Uh, this is already the, it's brought in the Pale Musa and the Pasuk. Achas tebra lakim shnaim zushamati. Well, Kodesh Baruch said once, if we want to makabal, we want to say that we were makabal, so we're going to say it twice. Just like the Gemara says in Shurs, the person says, Hein, Hein, he says something twice, he says, forget the Shur. It means he's confirming it in a stronger way. And same thing, Lav, Lav, if the person says a negative twice, it means not just saying it, he's emphasizing it. So now that Kodesh had, so to speak, been shown again, Hashem Alekim, so now they wanted to entrench it within themselves more, confirm it more within themselves. 
And therefore they repeat it twice. Hashem Alekim, Hashem Alekim. Okay, so that's the that's one part. In other words, it's true that Caramel lost the chance to be the place of the Sinus but Caramel still could be a place of Kabbalah Satara. Kabbalah Satara in the context of Kabbalah Sayyamuna. Kabbalah Sayyamuna, that Kaisal needed to Kabbalah Sayyamuna again because they were starting to lose it. So the majority of Kaisal, well, and therefore they had to accept it a second time. And if we understand, therefore, the principle, we understand the setting of Laz Bahar here in Haritava. In the afternoon of Sisra, what was the problem? What was the problem? That uh, we saw that as a result of that Sisra came, so we already saw twice, that uh, the reason was the lack of respect for Hashem. Let's go back and see the Psukim again, which, which the Navi describes to us the situation before, before that, before uh, Hashem sent Yahweh the king of Khatzer to punish them. And it tells us about all the, the Khatzer that Israel was doing. And therefore, what had been, so to speak, accepted by Khatzer and Harsinai, the covet of Hashem, Hashem so to speak, that was something which Khatzer began to do, as we saw. That's why Sisra is missed prided himself on the fact that he was uh, we saw he used to blaspheme against Hashem and we saw that's what needed Dafka and Nabiya in this case, the prophetess to be his opponent and therefore the point which needed to be re-accepted was the respect for Hashem respect for Hashem this isn't about desire as much as we find out in Hara Carmel but the Nakuri here is that that respect for Kaddish Baruch Hu had diminished, Kaddish will need to re-accept it. And that's what the virus says. Anaychi lahashem, anaychi yashir. Now, the word anaychi is the way Hashem uh, expressed, is, so to speak, introduced himself to us. Anaychi Hashem alaykah. The Chiddush the Chiddush <coughs> is normally when the Torah is talking, it's talking about Hashem, so to speak. Even when the Nevi'im talked to us, he talks about Hashem. He's not saying the words in Hashem's name. For example, he's talking in third person. Right? The Hashem is the Elohim. Or many of the other psukim whenever the Nevi'im, whenever anybody, so to speak, talks about Hashem, it's always in third person. The one time that Kaddish Baruch himself reveals himself to Klai Yisrael, and therefore talks in the first person, was the Harsina. And that was the, the tremendous giri, the, the revelation that the Jewish people were privy to in Harsina. They could hear Hashem himself speak. The response from Klai Yisrael, that was in the Sina. That was what Hashem gave us. The response on Klai Yisrael's point of view was to say that we <coughs> are here for Hashem. If Hashem, so to speak, speaks, introduces Himself to us in first person, then our response should be we here to serve Hashem. Which is what the verse says. That's the first thing. It doesn't say more than that. I'm here for Hashem, right? From the Bashmi that I'll explain here that there wasn't a verb. 
I'm nechid Hashem means I'm represent. I'm here for Hashem. It doesn't say I'm, I'm doing something. It's not I'm singing to him or praising him or anything else. That comes next. The first thing is I am for him. And my identity. That's the first thing. And the next point that we saw yesterday already. The Shira and the Zimmer we spoke about it yesterday. That's the second Anaychi. And the Yisait. We saw already yesterday also. The Chiyot to sing Shira is Vesnadivam. The Chiyot to sing Shira is for the person who stands up, so to speak, is most nefesh for Hashem. Then Hashem will bring the victory through, as we learned in the previous passage. And the Chiyot is, once a person is used as the conduit through which Hashem brings the Yeshua, once such a person is used as the messenger through which the salvation comes, that's Mechayim to sing Shira. That's best what the verse is saying. If I'm the one who's going to stand up for Hashem, then I'm going to be the one to sing Shira. So what she said beforehand, how the principle works, why she says to sing Shira? Because when the people who are misnadev are willing to be most nefesh for what Hashem wants, are going to be given the victory. They're going to be the ones who, through whom the victory comes. I'm just about the Maccabim, I'm just about other examples in Tanakh. Then that's Mechayev, Baruch Hashem. That's what she's saying herself. Anachi Hashem, we stood up, talking about herself, or Kaisha Connected at that time. If we represent Hashem, we had to, so to speak, identify ourselves with Hashem, Anachi Hashem, then we're going to be the ones to sing Shir. And that's the answer to, again, Klai Yisrael's response. Klai Yisrael's acceptance of what Hashem said. Anachi Hashem Elekechel, on Hashem's point of view, he talks to us in the first person, he says, I'm Hashem, your God. Then it's Mechaev asked to say, we, Hashem, are here as your nation. We, Hashem, are here as, as being here for you. Okay, so that's the, that's the setup of the Passover. Now, with the Melachim and the Reisni. Hashem and Melachim are in the Reisni. So this is going to be the gear to the Hemshech of what's going to come next. Remember, Tavar was meant to be a re-acceptance of what, we got, what, what was given at Sinai and we lost. And therefore, the first one to the Shira, even before we talk about Sisra, before we talk about victory, the Torah is going to go back to Sinai. And she's going to explain again the nest of Sinai because this was meant to be Klai Yisrael's re-acceptance of that nest. So when we see how the nest of Sinai is explained, then we'll go back and understand who the Melachim she's talking about, or she's talking to are. So let's have a look at the next Pasuk, which this is really the, like I said, the repetition of the nest of Sinai. Hashem, B'tzai Yisrael say. When you went out of Sayyidim, when you left or you walked away from the fields of Adam, like we know, before Hashem gave us the Torah, Pazak says that Hashem went to all the other nations first, and he offered them the Torah, and then after he came to Sinai. Like the says, that's a bracha. From Paran, Paran, he went around the other nations first before he came to Sinai. So the verse is pretty the same thing. When you went from Seir Adam and you came to give us a Torah, Eretz Rasha, the world shook. Gam Shemayim Natafel, the heavens dripped. We have to see what that's talking about. We don't see that in the Torah. Gam Avim Natafamayim, the clouds also dripped water. There's two things. There's the Shemayim Natafel, and there's the second point, the Avim, the clouds were also not for mine. And then. Harim Hashem. The mountains melted in front of Hashem. Zesinai. 
Bifnei Hashem Elokei Yisrael. That was Sinai in front of Hashem Elokei Yisrael. So once again, therefore, the very like we said, if the Nez of Hartava was a real acceptance of the Chelik of the Kabbalah Satara, so the Shira starts with the repetition of Kabbalah Satara, of what happened by Hasina. So what, what are these Pesukim referring to? <coughs> what are the different stages that the Pesuk is describing about Hasina? So there's a Rashi over here, which is, uh, Rashi doesn't have a Makar for, he says, calls a yesh lil moed mitargumish leyenusan. What he's going to say is, I'm a first in Chazal, but he learned this from the Targum Yenusan over here. And look what Rashi says, an unbelievable thing. Rashi says, Kach Amru Devera. This is what Devera said. Kasha hi atara lifrashimena. It's hard to leave the Torah. V'tayve hi lidavikva. And it's good to connect to it. Why? Sharei b'moira v'gvura nifna. Because the Torah was given through Moira. Through, through fear and through a demonstration of Hashem's strength. And what does that mean? The, it's hard to leave the Torah. It's good to, to cling to the Torah because the Torah was given through Myra, through fear and through Hashem's strength. And that's why when Christ will leave the Torah, they give it to the enemies. And when they misnadiv. When they accept upon themselves to, to learn the Torah, then they're saved. Where does Rashi see that in the Pasuk? Where does Rashi see that in the Pasuk and what's, what exactly is he trying to say? That, what's the idea that Torah is given by Moirag Ovigvur? Right. Where is Sosni? Yonis is another question. It's not the same. Yonis is talking about something else. But let's explain first the Yusait. The Yusait. And that is like this. There was two aspects to Kabbalah Satara. If we look at what Chazal say, in Pashas Yisrael, we're talking about Kabbalah we see the aspect of HaKadosh Baruch Hu appearing, so to speak. If you have to explain in terms which we can conceptualize or visualize, so to speak, it says, Hashem gave the Torah, Kazakin Malay Rachamim. The Torah was given from the point of Hashem, Ke'ilu, as uh, in the, coming from the Midas Rachamim. And this was what's best for you, this was good for you, this is what's going to help you develop and grow and reach what you can reach. That was the one aspect of Gavar Zatara. And that was where Hashem presents it You're going to be a treasure, you're going to be a goikon, I'm Kaddish. Right? See, the, the Torah was presented as being fully for the type of Kai Yisrael and to enable Kai Yisrael to come closer to Hashem and it was our chance to achieve a, a spiritual level which we wouldn't have without it. And that's true. That is an aspect of the Torah. But now the verse is telling us there's a second aspect of Kabbalah's Torah also. And that is, the Torah is also given with fear and with a demonstration of Gvura to tell us that you can't leave it. On the one hand it's there which is good for you to Mustavik and it's going to give you all the all the potential greatness that only the Torah can enable the person to receive. But on the other hand 
On the other hand, the, the, when, once the Torah is given, then it's, you, it, it's, it binds us, so to speak, we can't leave it. And if we're going to leave the Torah, then we're going to Nimsur Yisrael Now, this aspect, this aspect of the Torah was revealed here. Until now, we say, Klai Yisrael Ba'anon should kept the Torah. It was only here when there was a certain level of Klai Yisrael not keeping the Torah, and therefore they were given to the, into the hands of the enemies, this is the first time really, that Klai Yisrael were collectively, so to speak, ruled by a, 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 an enemy nation. So here was Nisqara, the second part of Kabbalah's Torah. And that is, the Torah is given to you, you can't leave it. It's not an option that if you want it, it's good. If you don't want it, that's okay also. No. The Torah is given that it's a mechaif. And if a person doesn't keep the Torah, then he's going to get punished for it. Koshya Torah Lifashimena. That was a chalik of Kabbalah's Torah also. Now. Let's understand better. The, there's a point here maybe which needs a, a bit of a deep understanding. Let's look at the end of the puzzle first. Eretz Rasha. The world shook when the Torah was given. Eretz Rasha. Where do we see that in, the, in, the, in, in Har Sinai? It says, Kulay. The whole mountain was shaking. Right? What was the point of that? The Rasha. And then it's just twice. Gam Shemayim Notfu. The heavens were dripping. Gam Ovim Notfu Mayim. Gam Ovim, the clouds dripped water. So what were two things? What was the, what was the first one dripping? If the second one was water, what was the first one? It's a Chazal Teres. Chazal Teres. What happened when Hashem spoke is Klai Yisrael died. Nafshi Yatsub Adabroi. Klai Yisrael weren't able to hear weren't able to hear, so to speak, the Vua and remain in their bodies. The experience was too intense, was too powerful for them, and therefore the Nisham is left. What did Hashem do? Hizil Tal Tchir. He brought the Tal, the Jew of Tchir Samaisim, and he revived them. That's a Shemaim Notfu. The Shemaim Notfu was the heavens dropped, it means the Tal of Tchir Samaisim, which Hashem needed to revive them. And Rashi says also, Notfu Hizil Tal Tchir. What, 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 what came down in Hashemayim was a Tal Tchir Samaisim. Hashem had to revive Tal Yisrael. Why was that an... Now, there are a lot of answers to this question. The Maral himself gives a number of explanations. Why was that an integral part of, of Kabbalah Sattari? <coughs> an integral part of Kabbalah Sattari that Tal Yisrael had to die during the experience and be resuscitated. So, again, there, there are many approaches. The first and most basic approach is the approach of which Ram Khal explains, and that is that this way, so to speak, Klai Yisrael, when accepted the Torah, w- could come back to the level of other Mauritian before the Chet. As long as the person is alive and uh, he has, he carries with him a certain element, vestigial remains of the Tumah of the Chet of Etzadas, which prevents him reaching the Shlame which the person can reach, which is why every person needs to go through the experience of dying, that is the punishment given to Adam, and then he has to be, so to speak, come to Tresemesim to be reborn without that uh, trace of tumor which remains in the Chetavadah. And therefore, Klai Yisrael, we now give an opportunity, so to speak, after accepting the Torah, to be reborn on the level of Adam without the Chet, on the level of a human being who isn't, so to speak, shackled to 
or sullied by the remains of the Chet of Adam. So that's one, that basically is why, therefore they have to go through experience of being reborn. With the Tchirsa Mason, which gave them the opportunity to be, <coughs> so to speak, to, re, to be alive without the effect of the Chet of Adam. That's one answer. But there's another you said here also. And that is, this is the point that Devarah wants to bring out of it. It's the shadow of the fascist. The experience is that you should, if, if, if you accept in the Torah, then something which is better is it's of a person. It's of a person. And uh, therefore, just like the mountain shook, as he brings first, Eretz Rasha, because the, the understanding of the effect of being Makabal the Torah is that this is this is a mechai for us. We have to keep it there. We don't, it's, it's going to uh, it's going to obligate us. It also comes with a second effect, and that is mimela. It's the person who's most nervous for that. Person who's most nervous for that. And the experience of kavod zatera, I shall take it. They lost they they lost their neshamas and they have to be brought back to life. What was the effect of that? Exactly what Klai shall tell Moshe Rabbeinu after, after, after they heard the first Debris Moshe. And that is, Dabar itai imonu v'nishmoha v'alya dabar lekim imonu p'nomus. This is Moshe, he speaks to us. Because if you see it, when Hashem speaks to us, we die. And why was it important for Klai shall to have that? What was Hashem's response? Mi yitin v'hoya levavam zeh liyira oisi kola yomim. If only that this would infect their hearts forever. When they see the effect of, of Hashem speaking, when they see the importance of the what it means Kabbalah Satira, and then it instills Yeras Hashem into them, Halavai this would remain forever. That was a necessary result of Kabbalah Satira. For sure, on the one hand, Kabbalah Satira is it's an opportunity in Hashem being good to us, and it's a tremendous, uh, a tremendous gift which is given to Klai Yisrael. But there's a second side to Kabbalah Satira. Is a tremendous mechayev, and if Klai Yisrael come away from the experience with that year Shemayim, miyitin v'haya levavim zel yira isikara yamin, then we've gained the lesson, then we've gained what we meant to gain from Kabbalah Zatara also, and that's the element of Kabbalah Zatara that the verse is focusing on. That's the insight because now we see what happens when Klai Yisrael don't keep the Torah. We see, so to speak, the, the reverse. As the Torah is mechayev, when Klai Yisrael don't keep it, it's going to bring us to get punished. It's going to bring us to being subjugated by enemies. We have to focus on the second part of the Kabbalah Satara. We make able to keep Torah because this is a Mechaif. And Kashi Atara differs from men. Kashi Atara differs from men. It's not something we can leave. It obligates us. And that's what Rashi says. Sharei The Torah was given in such a way which caused fear. The Torah was given in a way which instilled that fear in Israel. We're going to die if we don't, if we aren't right for this. And it was necessary because that that gives the, so to speak, the commitment, the commitment to keep the Torah, that it comes with that, uh, that, that is chayvus as well. Okay, then we've started the Pasuk. So we start to explain what the double ocean of Tseir and Tseedim is, by Hashem. And what's the second thing? What's the Ovim not for mine? What are the clouds which are dripping water? And we'll still talk about it, Hashem, next time. But at least, the Yisraeli wanted to explain to now two things. Firstly, there's Kabbalah Satara and there's Nisina Satara. And even though Nisina Satara was Basinai, what needed to be, so to speak, redone 
We need to be repeated. The later stage in history was the Kabbalah's time. When Klai Yisrael, Kibbutz other times as well, when Klai Yisrael lost their Kabbalah, Hashem never took the Torah back. It was always biased. But we had to re-accept it. The Nase of Haratavar, the Nase of Harakarmel, was a re-acceptance of the Torah. And that's why that Nase was somehow connected to the Nase of Harsina. Those mountains didn't do that. They were also a mockum for Kabbalah's Torah. The question is what? Harakarmel was the acceptance of Hashem Elekecho, not of Erezara. And uh, Haratavar, here, was an acceptance of identifying with Hashem. That's the first point. And the second point, which the Torah focuses on, we're going to talk about more, and that is that Kabbalah Satara includes the Hizchayvus to give the Torah. It's not just there for our benefit, it comes with the Chiv. It comes with the, with the responsibility, and it comes with the threat that, like the Chazal say, that the Saif was yarred with the Luchas. That a sword came down with the Luchas. That if you don't keep the Torah, then you're going to get the sword. But, in the middle, we'll go back to the next one.